Welcome to the Partners in Leadership Author Podcast Series. In this series, we're interviewing CEO and three-time New York Times bestselling author Roger Connors. The topic of this podcast is Creating Type 1 Experiences. This podcast is less than four and a half minutes in duration. Roger, once the culture change effort is underway, how do you move quickly to gain traction? Well, once someone has been trained in the culture change effort, regardless of what level they are at in the organization, they will most likely begin asking, in a number of different ways, one key question. That question, are we really serious about this? That is, are we really serious about moving to C2? Is it just lip service, another flavor of the month, or is this an initiative that will fundamentally affect the way we do business as an organization? The best way to answer that question is to create type one experiences, experiences that require little interpretation to form the desired belief. How do you do that? You create a type one experience by taking an action and developing it into an experience that would be hard to misinterpret. For example, one management team needed to shift people's beliefs about working effectively in cross-functional teams and collaborating real time. The management team had a reputation for not getting along and not working well together, which gave permission to everyone else in the organization to follow their example. So to achieve their R2 results and implement their new market strategy effectively and quickly, they knew the organization would have to become more aligned and more collaborative. They needed people to believe it and do it. So they decided to demonstrate their new commitment to working as a team by having lunch in the employee cafeteria together, something they'd never done before. By the way, that's often a feature of a type one experience. Do something that has not been done before, at least not in a long time. What you're saying is that this team never ate together in the employee cafeteria? Never. But just eating together in a cafeteria may not be a clear type one experience where little interpretation is needed. The key to creating a type one experience is looking for what else you can do to ensure that people will not misinterpret it. Adding to the experience so that it clearly sends the message. Right. The team discussed how they could make this more clearly a type one experience. To do that, they decided they would walk into the cafeteria together as a team, all 12 at one time and stand in line together. They even prearranged to sit at some tables that were right in the middle of the cafeteria. They also decided they would tell jokes and have fun during the lunch and show everyone that they really enjoyed working together. So how did that turn out? They executed the plan flawlessly. It was a huge surprise to see them all walk into the cafeteria at the same time. People couldn't believe it. News of the event spread throughout the entire organization like wildfire. The manufacturing VP followed this up by inviting the marketing VP to a staff meeting to answer questions and exchange feedback. People got the message. We're working together now as teams. Two type one experiences in a row is about all it takes to begin to unfreeze existing mindsets, reorient selective perception, reset the belief system, and capture the needed momentum. Is there anything else you can do to ensure you're creating a type one experience? Well, getting feedback on the plan experience can be helpful. People you trust from the target audience. You can often find some good ideas there. You don't usually just find type one experiences. You create them by working with the existing opportunities and shaping them to be a type one. We often counsel leaders to review the experiences you are already going to create over the next 45 days or so and ask the question, what else can I do to make a type one experience from these experiences? If you look, you'll probably find them. Roger, thank you for explaining Type 1 experiences. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to learn more about the Partners in Leadership approach. 
For additional information on key concepts mentioned here, check out other podcasts in this series. This podcast is a production of Partners in Leadership and is protected by copyright owned by Partners in Leadership. This content may not be used or rebroadcast without prior permission. For more information, visit www.ozprincipal.com or contact us at 800-504-6070. 